Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. Different energy sources can fuel the game. Fuel can be the setting, the music, and it can definitely be alcohol. In the right hands, a good drink can enhance a mood, and in the wrong hands, well, we've all seen that. When you've got such a powerful additive as alcohol, you need someone you can trust to move drinks along and move them right. Enter the bartender, the friend you need. Your man Jackson has been fortunate to know some masterful mixologists, and tonight we'll meet one more. Growing up half Mexican and half Filipino in Los Angeles helped shape our guest this evening. Exposure to diverse cultures growing up greatly influenced the cocktail style of Teddy Martinez. A renowned mixologist at Mescalero, the West Coast Martinez is also an avid CrossFit trainer, weightlifter, an all-around cool cat. Join me in welcoming Teddy Martinez to Game On. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And as you've heard, we've got an amazing guest this evening. We've got the Teddy Martinez himself, the man... (laughs) With the plan, the man behind the bar, the man that makes your night go well, because that's what every bartender does. Uh, Teddy, how you doing, man? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Let's have some fun. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I like like the energy. So uh, let people know where they can find you and where, like under what username or Instagram tag, let them know. Uh, Yeah. uh, Teddy's in the mix on uh, Instagram. Uh, Teddy Martinez on Facebook, if you dare. Uh, I still have a Twitter, but not super active. Um, that's at Neat and Proper, um, my old handle. Um, I usually I usually just go on Twitter just to see who's roasting who, because that's fun. Um, but yeah, you can find me. <laughs> you can find me anywhere there, or come to Long Beach, come to Mescalero, and uh, I'll make you a drink. Now, where are you from originally? Are you a Are you a Cali guy? <laughs> Yeah, so I was born in the Philippines, um, uh, nineteen eighty six. Moved here in eighty nine. Um, been in SoCal ever since. Uh, I live in the suburbs of Los Angeles, uh, little Republican enclave, unfortunately, called <laughs> Glendora, California. Um, so it made for an interesting uh, growing up, that's for sure. But yeah, I've been in SoCal pretty much all my life. Now, how'd you get into the business? Because, you know, and, and I like to do a little background on, uh, on all the guests. And I was going through your, uh, your, your, your Instagram. And for people who don't, yeah. who haven't seen your, your profile yet, I mean, you've got, you got a ton of fans. And they're, I don't even know if I call them fans. They're like devoted followers. Like, Teddy will put up, <laughs> Teddy will put up a picture of a drink. And he's got like, like 3,000 likes. And I'm like, it's just a picture of a drink. <laughs> I mean, people yeah. love, do they, is it the glass? Is it the ice? Is it the liquor? But you've yeah. obviously put a lot of work 
into, you know, building the, this fan base and, and being a, an awesome magnet for, for these people. How'd you get into the business of, of tending bar? Um, so I started making drinks, uh, I'd say five years ago now, five or six years ago, just out of sheer curiosity. Um, you know, cause I was, I've been cooking all my life. And so I thought, Oh, what's, we well, you know, what's the difference between cooking and making drinks? Um, you know, just putting together comp, uh, flavor combinations and balancing them out, you know, which is essentially what drink making is. Um, uh, but with cooking, I'd kind of fly by the seat of my pants. I don't really measure anything. Uh, okay. With drink, yeah, with drink making, uh, it's obviously it's not that e- it's not that simple. Um, you still have to measure out everything. Um, and so once I started making drinks, you know, just for my friends. Uh, about five, yeah, five years ago or so, um, you know, my friend would have a party and I would just bring stuff to make drinks. Like no one would pay me. Uh, no one would ask me. I would just show up. And so I slowly, slowly started to get the reputation like, oh, Teddy likes to bartend at parties and he'll do it for free. <laughs> and um, <laughs> <laughs> like, sweet. And, uh, and then people started liking my drinks. I started learning more. I started reading more books, um, you know, cause that's where it starts. Like if you're not, you know, bar backing or starting there, it's like, okay, where am I going to start? You know, cause I was, uh, a personal trainer at the time. Uh, I was like, okay, how am I going to learn this? So I just started reading all the books I could find, started watching some YouTube channels, some legit YouTube channels of actual bartenders, um, and so a few years goes by, and um, one of my friends who goes to the gym, he's like, hey, we're going to start a cocktail program at the restaurant. Like, do you want to head it up? And I was like, uh, sure, right? I had no idea what the hell I was doing, right? I nev- never had any experience. Um, I come from a, like I said, I was doing personal training, coaching CrossFit, coaching weightlifting. Right. So I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Um, <laughs> and this was what, two and a half years ago now. And um, so I started the cocktail program over there at uh, Bread and Barley in Covina, California. Um, and I was there for about a year. And, you know, it had its ups and downs for sure. I sure did learn a lot very quickly because I had to. Because I was put in charge of a cocktail program essentially by myself and put ahead of people that, you know, never really made cocktails before. So I, so I had the opportunity to teach right, right away, which was a challenge in itself because that made me learn even more, you know. You know, when I teach, I learn just as much as the student. You know, that's kind of my thing because I think you have to have that student mentality in life in order to grow. And so that helped me grow a lot. Um after about a year over there, I switched to a restaurant in um, Hollywood uh, called Soprano, which was, it was okay. Nothing crazy, nothing fancy as far as cocktails go. And then the pandemic hit and, uh, you know, everyone knows how that went. And as soon as LA reopened, I got a job at Mescaleto in Long Beach. And if you notice um, my Instagram, I do a lot of tequila. I do a lot of mezcal anyway. So it was, it's pretty much been the perfect fit for me. Um, and that's, and that's where I'm at now. You know, 
and I like that. I mean, I, I like a lot of points you just hit on, but one of my one that my favorite one that jumps out a lot is that uh, you know when you teach, you learn as much as your students, and I think that that's a a great aspect of you know people in in the game, whatever their game is, whether it be bartending or modeling or acting or cooking or weightlifting or or, or date um, you know date coaching, is that yeah. they you know, they go into these fields and at the time they go in, they're experts, but they come out even yeah. better, you know, and they, it's such an open mindset. So I, I can't, I can't praise that enough. You get up and it seems like you don't sleep. Now, that's one thing that I appreciate, you don't <laughs> sleep either. but it, it seems like literally like, you know, you, you, you go in there, you slang some weights and you throw some bottles around and then you yeah. repeat it, you know, for another 24 hours. What, what's a day like for you in the grind? Like, because obviously yeah, you know, you're doing so, your job, but you're still maintaining a social media presence. Yeah, so I'll I'll wake up if I work the night before. I usually wake up around nine or ten, um, you know, because I'll get home at like two or three, and then I get home. I'll decompress. Probably won't fall asleep till around, you know, three or four. Um, you know, wake up, go to the gym for about an hour. Um, and then I'll, I'll have my post ready from the day before. So it usually depends on how my day goes before, as far as posting goes, I'll usually do a day or two in advance. And so I'll have it synced up already, um, to go. If not, I'll have to do a same day post, um, which is what happens sometimes. It's just, you know, scheduling and just overall just being tired, um, so yeah, I'll go to the gym in the afternoon or in the late morning if I have to work at night. Um, and then I'll just go to work. Usually I'll have an opening shift during the week. Uh, so I'll be at work by three o'clock. Uh, be out of there by about 12. And then, yeah, just repeat the cycle. And I, I will just always find time to go to the gym pretty much no matter what. Um, so yeah, it's... It's not a really complex system that I run here. It's, it's, it's pretty simple. It's just like, <laughs> when can I go to the gym? When do I have to be at work? Uh, when do I have time to uh, do my post? And just, yeah, and repeat, you know, six, seven days a week. So, yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean clearly it's working for you, right? I mean, you got, <laughs> yeah, you've got, yeah. I mean, and, and that's a good thing. Like once you find a, a system that you can simplify or even have it simple from the get-go, if it's successful, hell, just, you know, repeat, repeat until you got to upgrade it. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, a lot of men go out drinking at a bar, you know, pre-pandemic, a little bit now, um, once this pandemic's over. Um, yeah. I've, I've personally coached a lot of friends about bar etiquette because, you know, because I've seen a lot of guys just literally do everything they can do to screw themselves up at a bar. I'm like, bro, are you intentional? <laughs> like, are you intentionally waking up thinking, how can I screw myself up tonight when I go out. Right. I, I've given guys pointers, but right now you're the expert. What are three do's and three don'ts of drinking that you can give our, our listeners? Uh, three do's of drinking. Uh, number one, don't try to impress anyone. Um, I've seen that a lot where oh, I'll have shot after shot. And before you know it, you know, the person's pretty much done for the night. Um, yeah, so please be yourself. Don't try to impress anyone. Uh, number two, 
drink what you like. Um, and number three, do um, buy your buy your friends around a shot. Uh, buy your friends around. Be that person. Set set the expectation, and it's it's nice to have you know someone buy you around a uh, buy you around a drinks. Um, what you don't want to do is have just shots all night. <laughs> Is because you will be done very, very quickly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we've all learned that the hard way. Yeah, exactly point. right. Yeah, I learned that in in uh, Vegas with way too much vodka. Um, rule number two: be nice to your bartender. Actually, that should be rule number one. Be rule number one: be nice to your bartender. Um, that just goes without saying. Unfortunately, I have to say it. Um. Especially now, a lot of people have forgotten to act, uh, being in quarantine for so long. Uh, be nice to your bartender, number one. Yeah, number two, <laughs> don't have just shots. Um, and number three, um, God, what was my third one? Uh, oh my gosh, it just slipped my mind. <laughs> well, you know, while you're thinking real quick, and this could yeah. be... You know, this, shameless plug time. But one of the uh, one of the ebooks that was written for the show is called uh, um, "Night Game," and it's the mm -hmm. damn uh, uh, your guide to a damn good night is kind of like the subtitle. Mm -hmm. And like we spend a whole chapter on drinking, and you know, I I literally well, like you were saying it, and I'm like, oh my god, like it sounds like Teddy wrote this, but it's <laughs> like you know, respect goes a long way at a bar. Whether it be yes. you know your server, your your bartender, your friends, whatever, um, confidence. Because I've seen I've seen guys like, you know, the waiter comes over the bartender, and a bartender is always swamped. I don't care if they're not waiting on people; they got stuff in the back they got to go do. Yeah, exactly. A bartender comes up, and some you know a guy is sitting there like, I don't know if I should get this, get that. Bro, she ain't got she or he ain't got time for all that. Like, know what you want, <laughs> you know. Place so it's okay to ask a question, but you know you don't yeah. want to wait all night. And then, and then third, just be sincere. And that goes back to your point yeah. of, you know, be who you are. Because you see people come in there, especially if a guy is trying to impress, um, you know, somebody he's there romantically with, or yes. if he's trying to impress his buddies. He's like, oh, you know, I want to get like the highest end. Well, high end is great till that high end bill shows up. Or, right. <laughs> you know, or you're not used to drinking like 195 proof vodka. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so what jumping off that point, what's the best way to build a good rapport with a bartender? Because I, me personally, I think a bartender is the key to a good night. You know, if you're good with yeah. a bartender, you know, so what's the, what's the best way to build that rapport? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just to get back to it. Number three. Uh, don't criticize anyone for what they're drinking. Um, so, oh my god, go. yes, yeah, yeah. We we can go. We can we can explore that further. But uh, to answer your question <laughs> I, now, um, I feel like there is no doubt going to be like a, a part two and a part three because everything Teddy's <laughs> saying, I'm like, I, I have been. I've never criticized people. I mean, jokingly, you know, you can do that with your friends. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh man, yeah. yeah. But I had a uh, I, I had a friend, and he it, we had a rocky start. Yeah, and he was always. You know, I, I'm a light beer guy. If I'm going to go heavy, I'm going to drink like tequila, vodka, okay. you know, um, or I'll do like mixed drinks. I'll, I'll do a rum and Coke or something like that yeah, or yeah. a whiskey something sour. Simple. But yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, if I'm gonna do a beer, I'm gonna drink light beer. I don't, I don't like heavy beer. I don't like all the calories, etc. Yeah. And uh, oh my god, he would give it to me every time. <laughs> he would just just ride me. Oh, you're drinking like a girl. Oh, you're just drinking water. So one night I couldn't take it, and I said, you know what? If I'm drinking light, let me fix that. And I ordered like the strongest tequila they had at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and, and he couldn't do it, but I'm a tequila guy. So, you know, I know yeah. I can do two or three shots and whatever, but, uh, I'm sorry. Let's, let's go back to report. No, that was, that was good. I liked it. Yeah. So, well, first of all, the bartender could hear that whole exchange you probably had with your friend. The bartender can hear all of it. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we hear everything. <laughs> uh, so that kind of ties in with, uh, this question now it's like, you know, just be cool. Right. Don't be a dick. Um, don't waste our time. If you have a question, ask it right away. Um, and yeah, just, just uh, please understand that we're not trying to be dicks. We're just trying to make your drink. And if we somehow come across as like, we're rushing you or we're kind of standing there, like with a resting bitch face, you know, we're not trying, you know, to make you feel uncomfortable. Um, we're just trying to take your drink order and it's loud sometimes if there's music and it's crowded um, and we're just trying to get things done. Um, so just be cool, be, be cool, be cool, uh, be patient, you know, you know, and, I literally have seen everything you've said, like applied, you know, in one of my favorite spots, um, which may or may not have women dancing. Um, <laughs> but Thanks sometimes the bar, yeah, exactly. You know it. <laughs> the bartender there gets, uh, she gets slammed and yeah. you know, I'll order my drink and she'll come over and she comes over just super apologetic. She's like, Jackson, I'm so sorry. And I've got this move where I put my hand out where I literally like, will stop her apology. And I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm one guy out of like, uh, like 40 or a hundred people here tonight. It's all good. Yeah, and like you can literally see like the 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 relief pour over her face because yeah. you know yeah I mean I'm sure she's just catching it from a bunch of other just just assholes out there who are mm-hmm. and one thing if I could yeah. add to one of your points about a do and slash way to build a rapport I like to buy the bartender a drink yeah that's cool too you know <laughs> and. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing I've noticed too that like some bartenders, if they're seasoned and depending on the, the vibe of where they work, they can take a drink, the you know, alcoholic drink, a shot or whatever. Some bartenders can't can't uh can't do that. They don't have that luxury or they don't drink. And I once tried to buy a drink for a bartender and she's like, well, I don't drink alcohol. I said, That's fine. I said, Let me get you an energy drink if that's okay. And she's like, Sure. And I said, Yeah, throw it on my tab and You'd have thought I was, you know, King Dingaling when I walked out of there. But I just, <laughs> and I, I like it all can be summed up in one thing you just said. Just, just be cool. Like, just everybody's yeah. trying to make it to midnight, man. Don't, don't go in there and try and, uh, you know, push on people. Yeah, Fitness exactly. is obviously important to you. Um, yeah. Why is it so important? And I, I bet I could guess your answer, but I want to hear from you before I <laughs> can say if I'm right or not. This way, I can say I was yeah. right no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be right no matter what. Yeah. No matter what he says. <laughs> uh, he says blueberry. No what he I said. was right. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. I said it. Um, fitness has always just been a 
fitness and athletics in general have just always been a part of my life. Um, I grew up playing sports, baseball, basketball, hockey, um, soccer in the streets, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, athletics has always been there. Um, my dad, you know, taught me how to throw a baseball when I was, I don't know, ever since I could remember. Um, so that's always been a part of my life. I really started getting into it probably just after high school, really started like lifting weights well, doing bodybuilding. Um, so typical stuff, curls and all that stuff. Um, I got into martial arts. Uh, I started Muay Thai when I was 20. Um, just because I was, I've been a boxing fan, a UFC fan, um, ever since I can remember. Uh, so that started when I was 20. Um, and then from martial arts, well, I, I still train Muay Thai. I don't train as heavily as I used to. Um, but when I was done, um, fighting, uh, I had two fights. So it's not like it was a huge career. <laughs> um, yeah, it's two when more was, than most people have. <laughs> yeah, that's what people keep telling me. But I'm like, yeah, but it's two. Um, uh, so yeah, after I was done with that in about, what was that, 2011? Yeah, end of 2010, 2011, uh, I started hearing about this thing called CrossFit. And I was like, what, you know, and this is the dog days of CrossFit. You know, this is when it was kind of just under the radar. And uh, so I started hearing about it because a couple of my training partners from my Muay Thai Academy, uh, they did like a three, three week, like no, not one month, like boot camp thing over there. And um, I saw their results and I was like, holy crap, like they look amazing. Like what is this CrossFit stuff? But I'd, I, I looked up the gym and I was like, you know, what is that? Like, what are they doing? Like, cause I just saw pictures. And so mm -hmm. it's like, it's really, it's really hard to, describe any type of weightlifting from a picture like okay what are they doing in there um because at that time you know uh social media wasn't what it was now you know it wasn't everywhere instagram was just uh like coming out getting big youtube was still kind of it was still kind of eh and um as far as uh fitness goes and um so i was like I, I, I couldn't find any like real information on it. And until I saw it on ESPN, I saw the CrossFit games. And then um, I was like, oh crap, I want to try that. And so a few months later, my friend messaged me like, hey, we're having a boot camp class. And uh, if you want to try it at the CrossFit gym, I was like, all right, cool. So I did that for about a month. I was hooked instantly after the first day. Um. And so ever since then, I was, you know, I coached uh, for four years, CrossFit, weightlifting, powerlifting. Um, I did that for a while. And then, like I said earlier, that's how I met uh, the owner of the restaurant that I started working at a couple years ago. And so, yeah, fitness has just always been there, uh, especially with CrossFit and Muay Thai, MMA. That's always kind of just been my thing. And the thing I enjoy the most, you know, the key is, is that I enjoy it and that I love it and that I show up to the gym every day, like excited to work out. And I think that's the key. You got to be excited to do it. And so, yeah, I've been doing it since 2011, you know, now I'm like the old guy. 
you know, <laughs> at, at, at 34, it's like you got all these, you know, young bucks at, you know, early 20s coming in and, you know, I'm like, well, uh, 30, you know, let me show 34, you. you got, yeah. <laughs> you got time, brother. You, you got time. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what I was gonna, what I was gonna, so I, yeah, I was wrong, but I think I'm still right <laughs> because <laughs> you're what, right, you're right. What no I, what, you're my- it was no matter what. We had a, uh, we had a great guest on a couple uh, guy like last month, a guy named uh, Chef Kenny Gilbert, mm-hmm. and he's a chef, but he's also big in the weightlifting and also in the fitness. And uh, his take on it was that he found that being physically fit helped him out in the kitchen. Because, you know, he was carrying, you know, 40, 40 yeah. pound bags, bags of potatoes and lifting boxes yeah, yeah, over yeah. his head. And yeah. And so I just, you know, I can only imagine as a bartender, you know, being on your feet all day, you know, that's core strength. That's that's leg strength. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, picking up boxes, crates, that kind of thing. So that was going to be my so, answer. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> I, 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 I was going to honestly, I was going to segue into that. So like we're, we were there. <laughs> we were right there. So. So, yeah, you were right. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were definitely right. The thought was in my head. Um, He's like, let, me, all my, let, me, let me throw yeah. let me throw this fool a bone real quick and help him out. <laughs> yeah, here's here's your life uh, life preserver. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I was getting there. Obviously, my responses are long winded. Um, but yeah, no, not it, at it all. Honestly, hey, do- you're, <laughs> you're yeah, the guest. It honestly, man. does help. Guest. Yeah, yeah, it honestly does help um, to be fit. And I said this on another podcast, you know, it's like, not only does the fitness help you, you know, get through a shift, um, your overall well-being, not even at work, just in life in general, will pour over into your work, right? The better you feel from being active, whatever it is. And I just, and the thing about CrossFitters in general that people think it's like, oh, we only want you to do CrossFit, you know? It's the only way. It's the it's the way, the truth, and the life, right? Um, which is true for some people, and it, it is kind of annoying. Um, but I, I usually tell people, it's like, you know, do whatever makes you feel good about yourself, no matter what it is, right? Whether it's CrossFit, yoga, Zumba, spin class, you know, whatever it is, if it makes you feel good, you know, just do it. And so, yeah, you do that, you feel good, you go into your shift just with a better mindset, you know, you already accomplished something for the day, right? You already got your workout in. So when you get to the, so when you get to work, you know, you feel like you can do anything, right? Nothing's really going to phase you, you know, stuff happens. Um, but you already have a positive mindset. And I think that's the key um, with health and wellness is having that positive mindset and having that dedication in the gym will pour over to your dedication to your craft, whether it be behind the bar in the kitchen. Um, so I think I look at more from a, I know the physical is going to be there. Obviously you're going to be able to do all that stuff, lift all those bags of produce, you know, product, you know, carry ice buckets, whatever the physical is going to come. I think the mental aspect, not to say that it's more important, but it does play a big role in, um, how you're going to get through your shift and how you're going to overall approach, um, your work in general. I'm about to put you on the spot. <clears throat> what is because one of the things that we you know we've talked about before when we talk about you know drinking and, and guys drinking and stuff, I always think every every person, 
especially every man should have one simple drink recipe that he just knows, you know, that, Hey, it's, you know, there's Joe over there. Joe's known for, uh, he does a hell of a, of a, of a Manhattan or, Oh yeah. man, look, you know, Scott just showed up. Scott's the guy you go to when you want to have <laughs> the perfect tequila sunrise. What is one very simple yeah. drink recipe you can tell guys right now? Uh, margarita. Because everyone loves margaritas. Okay. Uh, give us the, give us the details. Easy. Easy margarita, one and a half ounces of tequila, one ounce of lime, half an ounce of agave, shake it up, um, pour it over ice in a double old-fashioned glass, um, rim the glass with salt if you want. Pretty easy. Um, yeah. I mean, a, a simple margarita goes a long way. It's it's a and you know like it's a crowd pleaser like not a lot of people out you know everyone wants to hear like oh what's your old fashioned recipe you know but not everyone likes old fashions because they're mostly booze and they're pretty strong for most people um, but everyone knows a margarita for one people have had way too many bad margaritas and so once you make them a good one they're gonna like holy shit not only is this good this is really easy. Um, so yeah, go with the margarita. Um, and especially because that margarita in general is pretty much the template for any type of sour drink. So you can, that could transition into your whiskey sour, um, stuff, uh, even a Mai Tai, um, any sort of tiki cocktail. That's kind of like the blueprint for all of that stuff. A daiquiri even. Um, so yeah, start with the simple margarita. That's called the Tommy's margarita. And um, yeah, the margarita is definitely one all the fellas should know, especially if you're trying to impress a girl. See, I think we should call it, instead of Tommy's margarita, we call it Teddy's margarita. <laughs> I wish I could take credit, but... <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, what is, uh, what's your current project or what, what are you working on right now that you want people to know about? Uh, right now I'm just working on, you know, my events business, um, bartending events, private parties, um, cocktail deliveries. Um, I do pre-made cocktails, which started at, which started as a result of the pandemic, you know, cause I needed money. And so I was like, well, how am I going to make money? I'm like, well, let's just start making these drinks and see what's up. So I started posting it on my Instagram and, you know, people are still buying for me to this day. So I'm just trying to keep that going. And, uh, so yeah, those are my two, my two big things at the moment. Um, bartending events and, uh, cocktail deliveries. Now in keeping, you know, on the show, we talk about people at the top of their game, people being sexy. What's the sexiest thing about Teddy Martinez? <laughs> uh confidence it's so funny that question throws <laughs> off everybody you know what i mean we and we've had like i said we've had uh we've had models we've had act, we've had actresses you know some of the other recordings that are uh some of the other interviews that i've had to record ahead of time and bring people you think oh clearly this is what what sex is everybody gets thrown by that so yeah it's good, it's good to know that that question is still <laughs> still throwing people off <laughs> but confidence. I, I like that answer. Why is confidence? Uh, why is it confidence? Uh, because it just pours over when you when you're confident. People just they just 
you know, tend to be more at ease with you. You know, if you're a confident speaker, um, confident in yourself, you kind of, you give off, you know, that vibe, you know, and people can feel it. And it just makes for more positive, for more positive energy all around, you know, like even if you're around people who are the opposite, it could still, you know, bring them up, you know, your conf people can, yeah, people can see it. People can feel it. Um, it makes people happy. Like a, you know, a confident bartender when someone comes up and orders a drink, um, and doesn't quite know what to get. And I confidently give you a recommendation. They'll tend to believe me. Whereas the opposite is if I sound like an idiot or I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, that person's gonna be like, uh, no, no thanks. I'll just get what I usually get. Um, yeah. So confidence, because, you know, it goes a long way. People, you've heard it from the man who is in the trenches of every guy's good night or bad night. You've got Teddy there watching guys either succeed or fail night after night. <laughs> Teddy, we're going to jump to the quick game where we like to give our guests a chance to run through some entertaining questions. Are you ready? Okay. All right, I'm as ready as I can be. Who is your favorite, <laughs> if any, Star Wars character? Luke Skywalker. He's the goat. What? <laughs> Maybe the best description of the Luke Skywalker ever. <laughs> What's your favorite drink? My favorite drink is a penicillin. Uh, that is two ounces. Of <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Teddy's about to give us way too much information about his personal health. <laughs> like, I'm wait sorry. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's funny. I get, I get for, from non-cocktail people i get that a lot yeah. they're like um sir that's a little too much information <laughs> yeah it's like um, yeah i hope it works out for you bro but you don't have to tell <laughs> yeah. us about that yeah i'm yeah, sorry what, what goes into penicillin yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so penicillin is a modern classic cocktail from the guys at milk and honey milk and honey was the reason one of the big reasons we have the cocktail renaissance now now the penicillin was made in 2001 and it's two ounces of blended scotch, uh, three-eighths of an ounce of honey syrup, three-eighths of an ounce of ginger syrup, one ounce of lemon, shake it up, pour it in the glass, top it with a peaty scotch, peaty meaning smoky scotch, and um, that is your penicillin. What's your favorite martial art? Uh, Muay Thai, because that's what I do. <laughs> L.A., Chicago, or New York? LA. Do you have any tattoos? No, I wish I did. On a scale of one to 10, how good are you at trivia? Oh, I'm a six. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not great. At, I'm like, I, I blank out. I'm like, huh? Yeah, it's not good sometimes. Super Mario Brothers or Zelda? Oh, got to go with the Mario Brothers. Uh, do you speak any other languages? Uh, Tagalog was my first language, the Filipino dialect. Um, but when I got here, obviously I, I lost it. So technically, no, not anymore. But it's still in my brain somewhere. <laughs> Can you dance? Absolutely. Next question. Are you the only one who thinks so? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel yes. But mostly... <laughs> 
I have not gotten a bad review yet. So there's that. What was uh what was the age of your first kiss? Uh I was like 14. What's the worst drink you ever had? Oh, the worst drink I ever had. I wouldn't say it was bad tasting. Well, it, it is bad tasting, but it was just bad. It's just a bad idea. <laughs> uh, the four horsemen shot, which is the four that, I mean, Jack. I mean, that just Jack. sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like Jack Daniels, Jim Beam. It was like it was like something like that. It was like four different liquors in, in a shot. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was not the business. And what is your current guilty pleasure on Netflix? Ooh, what is my Netflix guilty pleasure? Or if it if it's Hulu, or if it's um, yeah, you know, it, I mean, it could be any other streaming service. But that's a great question. Uh, I wouldn't call it a guilty pleasure. But it's it's a show that a lot of people kind of look twice at me at when I tell them I watch it. Uh, I'm a huge Grey's Anatomy fan, <laughs> and I have been. <laughs> yeah, I have been since the beginning. So I guess you could say so, that's. I guess I don't feel guilty somehow, watching I, it. <laughs> I feel like that ties right into the penicillin. I don't know. Maybe it's just. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know, maybe it's a medical thing. I don't know. <laughs> Well, good people, sexy people, that wraps up our interview with the super cool mixologist himself, Teddy Martinez. Teddy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, one sir. One more time, oh man, one more time, let people know where to find you. So at Teddy's in the Mix on Instagram, uh, that's my main handle. Go there, give me a follow, send me a message, holler, ask about cocktails, we'll talk about it. And uh, if you're in LA, Long Beach, come to Mescaleto. Um, we're serving it up. Teddy, we will see you again. Thank you, sir. Thanks for listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. Follow the blog at hisnameisgame.wordpress.com. You can find the official Game On erotic literature and night game guide to a damn good night on Amazon and Etsy. Join us next week when we continue the good talk. And until then, keep it sexy and game on.